Hello and welcome back to the Lions Pridecast, a podcast for the students by the students. This is episode three, and this week we'll be discussing current news around the county and school, sports, the Snapple fact of the week, the lunchtime poll, and the interview segment, and even more. I'm your host, Danny Perry. Let's get into the news. This past week, LCHS held its annual club fair, and the club fair was a success, as it always is. There was a great turnout, and everyone was super excited to represent their club and to be able to find a place where they feel they are included and around their own people. There were over 15 clubs being represented, some including TSA, Buddy Club, Gale, and Envirathon. Great job to all the club representatives, and we're looking forward to our first club day. The Louisa Art Center is supporting a new exhibit. This exhibit is called Color Therapy and shows off different art from a variety of artists from Louisa and the surrounding counties. Color Therapy has 88 pieces to view, many of them done by first-time artists. We look forward to seeing this new exhibit, and congratulations to these artists. We're proud to be exhibiting these beautiful pieces. And now, on to sports. The Louisa Lions volleyball team is preparing for their upcoming 2019 season. The team is taking on a majority of brand new players and four returning members from the past season. I know that the team is going to do a great job, so keep working hard, Lady Lions. This Friday, we will have our first football game of the season at Cortland. Make sure to come on out and support the team. This theme this Friday is Hawaiian shirts, so make sure to support your lays and grass skirts and show Cortland the amount of student and lion pride that Louisa really has. And now, on to the Snapple Fact of the Week. This week's Snapple Fact of the Week is fact number 13. Did you know that cats have over 100 vocal cords? You must be kidding me! This fact is pretty unbelievable if you ask me. And now for the lunchtime poll. This week's lunchtime poll question is, what do you as a high schooler miss about elementary school? This week's poll came very close to a tie with 36 votes for nap time and 31 votes for recess. After those two popular answers came ice cream day, lunch and snack time, the resource classes such as music and art and the library, and having no pressure for deadlines. As for me, I'd probably say I miss the resources class the most because what can I say? I love reading and art. This week in library news, the librarians would like to remind everyone that since Pride Time has started, if you want to have a spot in the library, then you need to get here early, as there are a limited amount of spots available. Please keep in mind that no food or drinks other than water is allowed in the library, so please eat breakfast beforehand. Also, the extended hours in the library began last week, so if you need a place to study, do some homework, or just be able to relax, then the library will be open every Monday and Wednesday until the activity bus. This week's book recommendations are the following. Obsessed by Allison Britz. This book follows young Allison through her struggles with OCD and overcoming the challenges that OCD brings to her face. Next is I'll Give You the Sun by Jandy Nelson, which can be described by critics as a compelling novel of two twins and their fractured lives. This book is filled with heartbreak, wisdom, and joy. And lastly, The Odd One Out by Nick Stone. This book follows the hardships that American teenagers have to grapple with in high school. It is funny, real, and tenderly written. These books are all available to check out in the library, and we hope that you find your next read in these amazing books. And for our last segment, we have the interview segment. This week's guests are Jacob Barlow and Tavon Whalen, and they're here to represent the Envirothon team. 
So guys, please introduce yourselves to the audience and tell us what Envirothon is and what you do. I'm Tavon Whalen. And I'm Jacob Barlow. Envirothon is an academic club. It meets after school on Thursdays and Fridays, and it basically takes part in learning about everything that the great outdoors has to offer. Yeah, so uh, like he said, we meet Thursdays and Fridays from 3.30 to 5.30. Uh, we go outside a lot, and we do a lot of fun stuff with uh, nature and the environment. We learn how to identify trees. Uh, we learn about cool bugs that live in the water called macroinvertebrates. And um, yeah, just stuff like that. So who's the sponsor for Envirothon? Miss Jankitis, also known as Miss Martinek, is our sponsor for Envirothon. And what does what's her role in Envirothon? Is she the coach or is she just like an instructor or uh, essentially she plays the role of, of a coach, but um, we also have Mr. S and Mr. Horn who are both sponsors for the club and they also play roles as coaches. So let's say someone wasn't at a club fair and they wanted to join Envirothon, how would they go about that? All they have to do is stay after school on one of our chosen days and come to room 333. It is Miss Jankitis' room. Um, so yeah, you just show up to Envirothon either Thursday or Friday, um, right when the bell right when the bell rings to let out of school. Uh, room 333 is on the third floor. It's Miss J's. You can't miss it. It's the one with all the posters and stuff inside. And uh, she's a chemistry teacher. And um, you have to be willing to learn. And go outside. If you guys could describe Envirothon in three words each, how would you describe it? Well, I'm not going to describe Envirothon. I'm going to describe an Envirothoner, and it is love to learn. Jacob, um, I can. I feel like I can best describe Envirothon as very dynamic. Like I know that's two words, but it's always changing, and we're always learning stuff. And yeah. Makes sense. So I know that you guys personally go to competitions, but I don't know what you guys do at competitions. So what is that? At competitions, we get to compete against other Envirothon teams, and we get to compete in sections such as soils, wildlife, forestry, and aquatics, as well as a special topic and a presentation that we get to give. What's yeah. the presentation all about? So um, yearly we get assigned a new special topic. Last year it was technology and the environment. Um, knowledge and technology to feed the world was the whole uh, motto for that. So yeah, we base our presentation off of the special topic and what we need to do for a certain piece of land. And that piece of land is given to us at the beginning of the year when we start to write our speech. Um, it's about a 20 minute speech and we have, usually we have a bunch of maps up and there have been years where we've had a homemade topographic map um, that's actually 3D, which is really cool. Yeah. And yeah, it's basically we just stand up in front of a panel of judges, and it's usually there's more judges at the Area 1 competition than there are at the state or regional competitions. But uh, we usually give our speech, and then we answer questions about that, uh, about our speech, and what the we get feedback from what the judges thought about that's really cool. So what do you guys do to prepare for competitions and what is that entire process like? We study a lot and while you know to some study might not sound fun, it depends on the type of studying. Like we get with our group of friends because I mean we've all been in Envirothon for a while now and so we've all developed this kind of close 
relationship with one another. And so it's fun just to go up there and see the see them, but we also get to go outside. We're always learning new things and it's just we get to uh, we get to um what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, participate in a lot of activities and we do mock tests for Envirathon and yeah, it's just a lot of Tim fun on. stuff. There's a lot of hands-on learning that which is really what caught my attention. The ability to go out into the field and learn about the topic that you're learning is very helpful. We get to learn to test soil samples and we get to identify wildlife by their tracks and trees by their leaves and bark and other things such as that. That's really cool. What is one memorable time that sticks out to you about Empirathon? Well, a memorable time for me is when we went on our field trip to False Cape. We actually got to go on a night hike, which took us to an old graveyard from with graves from about 200 years ago. That's really cool. Jacob? Yeah, so um, the, my most memorable experience from Envirothon has um, actually been going to the competitions. Uh, recently, uh, we took a couple of we took five people actually to states or seven. Um, we took them to states and we actually played second in the state. So oh, congrats. yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming in sitting down with me. Are there any last year remarks you'd like to make to the audience? I'd like to just say that if you wish to join Envirothon, you must have an insatiable hunger for knowledge because, well, learning's pretty much all we do. Yeah, you have to definitely have to be willing to learn, and if you are interested at all in Envirothon, I definitely recommend coming. It changed my life and I'm sure it changed some others' lives. Alright, well thank you guys for joining me and I wish the Envirothon team lots of luck this year in competitions and overall just as a team. Thanks Danny. So dear audience, that is the end of episode 3. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you'll come back next Wednesday for episode 4. Have a great week!